Hey, 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 this is Grant for Podcast of the Day, your favorite show on Anchor. I'm just kidding. It may not be, or maybe, I don't know. Anyways, we have a podcast to talk about today, so let let us get into it. Alrighty, so today's podcast is called The Sound and the Story. It's hosted by David Callison, and he is a music lover. And essentially, the goal of the podcast is to talk about his favorite records and kind of explain the artists, uh, their their reason for making certain songs and albums and just talk about their stories as well as his own and it's a fascinating podcast because not only do i love the music that he puts on there i mean he's put on so far death cap for cutie and then kanye west and then bon iver so kind of uh, all over different genres but I, I i've loved what i've heard so far and uh he does some really cool analysis on different songs and it's just really interesting to hear about some of these guys so i really recommend it to you if you love music and especially if you love the artists that he's highlighting it's going to be an awesome time for you so let's get into a couple of clips and it's going to be coming from his bon iver episode in 2012 i was standing in the atlanta airport food court saying goodbye to someone i cared about she was flying to chicago i was going back to texas It was one of those relationships built out of fire and energy and ended just as fervently in that airport food court. It was the type of relationship that leaves scars and not the cool, like, I fell off my bike type scar, but the, will I ever get over this type of scar. I did, of course, and the scars faded and we both moved on. But in that moment, watching her walk away was a cold wind blowing through rattling windows, a devastating floor swallowing event. Two edges of the cover of Bonavere's For Emma Forever Ago are black, ragged edges against what looks like a frost-covered pane with the dead trees nearly completely obscured. Either the frost is expanding outward, bringing white to the dark, or the blackness is closing in, swallowing up what little life remains. As I think back on that relationship now, I know the frost was growing outward, cold and impenetrable, but alive in its own dead way. It was comforting to know the ice would eventually melt. And that's exactly what For Emma Forever Ago is about. As the Wisconsin writer Michael Perry said, For Emma captures what it is to be alone in the Wisconsin swamp in late November, the sun is going away, and nature, rather than being a comfort, is instead an implacable force that fills your soul with emptiness. I'm David Callison. This is the sound in the story. Justin Vernon was born in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, a small town that receives an average of 44 inches of snowfall a year. It was in this snowy enclave that Vernon grew up, writing songs from the age of 12. It was a small town, so he played football too. He was a captain in high school. And it was a small town, so he stayed there for college as well. In college, Vernon played in a 10-piece party jazz band called Mount Vernon. It was there he met Sarah, the saxophonist, who would become his first love and first real breakup. There is no actual Emma in Vernon's life, but there is Sarah, who anchors songs like Skinny Love and The Wolves, whom he laughed or lost in a whirlwind of quarter-life angst and loss. And oh, I lied a little bit. Emma is Sarah's middle name. But as Vernon himself said, Emma isn't a person. Emma is a place that you get stuck in. 
Emma's a pain that you can't erase. As the legend goes, Vernon, at age 25, was playing in Wisconsin in a band called Digimond Edison, named for Vernon's middle names, when they decided to try to make it big in Raleigh, North Carolina. Things did not go well. After coming down with a bad case of mono and liver problems, exacerbated by his drinking, Vernon quit the band, broke up with his girlfriend, Sarah, lost all his money playing online poker, and then moved back to the cabin. Yes, the cabin. His dad's back in northern Wisconsin, where he would eventually write and record this record. He sings, lapping lakes like leery loons, leaving rope burns, reddish ruse. The water of a lake laps back and forth with nowhere to go, like a wary fool, a leery loon, who is both cautious but also reckless, lapping towards the shore and pulling away in the same breath. And this push-pull, so familiar in relationship, leaves red rope burns. And it's a ruse because it's tug-of-war, the push-pull again. It's a game that results in a wound on your hand, a rope burn. And then it all connects together with a line repeated throughout the song, Only love is all maroon. Only love leaves that deep red mark. Only love is a mark that doesn't fade. Is all maroon. Now that you've heard a couple of clips, I actually get to talk with David about him doing the show where he got to start and just a ton of different things and it's super interesting david was really awesome to talk to and uh yeah so let's get into the interview hey i'm david callison uh i'm the producer and host of the sound and the story uh, which is a podcast where i take an album and i kind of dissect it and uh, look a lot at the lyrics and kind of the story of how it was made and uh the story uh within the album and uh, behind the album I like to say that's that's awesome so where exactly did you first come up with this idea to do the podcast yeah uh I knew I had this weird knowledge uh, of a lot of these albums um just random random things that I kind of remembered um and it really started with Weezer's Pinkerton uh just one of my favorite albums of all time mine too so that's awesome yeah yeah (laughs) And uh, and that was the first episode. And I thought uh, that I was just going to like sit down and and sort of riff off of, uh, you know, some of the things that I knew about uh, about Pinkerton, you know, is based on Madame Butterfly and and all this stuff. And uh, and I actually recorded an episode which will never be heard. Uh, But uh, it was uh, not uh, not great. And uh, it was it was it was loose. It was uh, it was kind of all over the place, and it was much harder than I thought it was going to be. So then I started writing, and like four thousand words later, I had a I had a script, uh, and that's how I do it now. Um, and so what started as a uh, I thought it was going to be a low time commitment podcast because <laughs> uh, I would just sit down and talk about an album. Uh, and now it's extremely time consuming, uh, but that's okay. I think, uh, the, the quality is, is I think better than it would have been. So, so I, do you have, do you have experience in, in doing music or is it more so just like a hobby type thing? Yeah, no, I am, I am definitely a fan. Uh, I, I feel somewhat talented and I'm a videographer and photographer, Okay, uh, but I am, I am terrible at music. Uh, it, it is not something that, uh, in terms of playing, in terms of creating my own music, uh, that is not something that, 
uh, comes naturally to me or I've been able to master. I do have a guitar sitting here um, that is gathering dust, uh, and I know a few chords, but um, yeah, so I think that, uh, but I've always been a fan, and again, I've always been a fan of uh, lyrics a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm a literary guy, I'm a writer, and so uh, I think looking at lyrics and kind of dissecting lyrics of what they meant. And uh, it's always been a fascination for me. Um, so some of the, the episodes that you have on here, I know you said you get some submissions, um, mm-hmm. but do you have pretty special connections with the music that you highlight? And is that the reason for you wanting to, to share like the, the stories behind it and everything? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so these, uh, this sort of, I think there's like 10 episodes now, and these are sort of some of my favorite records. I have tried to uh, branch out, um, and, you know, someone pointed out there uh, that it had been an all-male cast so far, which uh, uh, which was my fault and, and, and totally my ignorance. Um, and so I did Rilo Kylie, um, which is a record I love. Uh, but not necessarily one I would have immediately thought of. Uh, I'm doing right. Julian Baker coming up. Um, and so, yeah, just thinking about diversity um, of all sorts. Um, I did a Kanye record, um, which was like a change from sort of the indie rock that I usually do, but I think that episode came out really well. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. You can't really you can't really do it with like a random record, which is why like most of the – a lot of the requests that come in, uh, I'm like, man, I just – I'm just not familiar, you know, I'm not close enough to it. Uh, right, right. You know, there's a lot of times there's just stuff where I'll remember, uh, you know, like I'll, uh, and Rilo Kiley, that guy was in like Salute Your Shorts, uh, the guitar, the, and I just like knew that. I just remember that from somewhere. And uh, so stuff like that where I, I need little nuggets to go off of uh, mm-hmm. to research. Any particular records that have come out so far, like in 2017, that have been good or like ones yeah. that you want to want to throw on the show? Yeah, we we've had some uh, a nice slew of uh, records from bands that uh, have been a little bit dormant. Uh, but Los Campesinos uh, is a band um, from across the pond, and they're fantastic. And their record Six Scenes uh, is really really good. He's a really dense lyricist. Uh, right. in, the, in the best way. There's a ton of words in those songs. Um, the Smith Street Band is probably one of my favorite bands right now. Uh, they're out of Australia. And uh, and they just released a new record that's really, really good. Uh, and then uh, old stalwart uh, Connor Obrist, man, that uh, his ruminations and then uh, which was like an acoustic version and then salutations, um was really, really, really good. Uh, he's a hell of a songwriter, um, regardless of how you kind of feel about Bright Eyes. But uh, so that that record's been really good. And then um, uh, Diet Sig too. If you don't know Diet Sig, go listen to them right now. Uh, it's just a um, it's just a lady uh, and a dude, and she, she is a fantastic performer. Um, so go go listen to Diet Sig and go see them live because it's a, it's a hell of a show. People should go. Uh, listen to the po- I'm really bad at self-promotion but I know <laughs> now I'm supposed to say go listen to the sound in the story it's available wherever podcasts are found and uh, patreon.com slash the sound in the story uh, we got some cool stuff uh, cooking up there so so that's exciting too and I'm on Twitter at David Callison which is a K and 
two L's. So, yeah. And there you have it, the stories behind the sounds from the Sound and the Story podcast. If you want to go check it out, make sure you hit that link that I put up in the last clip. I highly, highly recommend you you go check it out and see if he has the similar music tastes to you. And if he doesn't, I think you'll still very much enjoy it. Um, So anyways, that'll do it for today's edition of Podcast of the Day. Hope you enjoyed, and I'll catch you right back here tomorrow. Also, if you're listening on a podcast or in the podcast feed that this is at, Thank you. I really appreciate it, and I haven't really promoted it all that much, so I'm really happy to see that there's podcast listeners listening to Podcasts of the Day. It it makes me so happy, and uh, it makes me really motivated to keep on creating. So I just wanted to stop and say thank you, and I hope you're enjoying the show.